You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me today, as always, is Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. You? I'm doing great. Hey, Chad, we've got a listener question today. Excellent. I know you love those. Um, and actually, a couple of different people wrote in with similar questions, so yeah. we're really going to just kind of tackle these uh, both together. Okay. But they're dealing with the same issue of the prosperity gospel. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so, so I'm just gonna. I've got a few different questions okay. concerning it. Sure. I'll just kind of run those by you. And so, first thing that we want to do is let everybody know. What is the prosperity gospel? Um, can you, so if you can give us a definition and explain to us uh, why it's not, and maybe that's even not a good term as prosperity gospel, it's not really a true gospel. Yeah. So if you'll kind of hit that okay. force first. Uh, so what I would like to do, uh, so there's a, there's a really good resource I will tell you all about. Um, it's called The American Gospel. It's a documentary. It's, it's a full documentary, mm-hmm. so don't think you're just getting into something that's 10-minute video. It's like oh, yeah. like yeah. almost two hours. Yes. It's a lengthy documentary, but really, really helpful in this topic yes. specifically. Um, but they do something there that I think is really helpful. They start the documentary by explaining the gospel. The actual gospel. The gospel. Okay. Not prosperity, not okay. false, mm-hmm. true gospel. Okay. And so I'll do that. Okay. So yeah, that's a great point. Like when we talk about... Uh, Counterfeit money. The people right. who those people they don't look at all the different counterfeits. That's right. They examine the true thing and they know it so well they can spot the fake. That's right. So, so we want to focus on understand the, real thing. the gospel. Yes. The gospel is that there is a God, one true God who's creator and uh, sustainer of all things, and He is holy, perfect in all of His ways, and um, created us and people in the image in His image to be image bearers of Him, and uh, yet. Instead of being godlike and perfect and wholly set apart, we are sinners. So people are sinners. We have offended this holy God by disobeying Him and by even being born into yeah. sin because of the first sin. And so as a result, then there, God God wanted to have this healthy relationship with us, but because we had offended him, the, the punishment for that is death. So he sent his son, Jesus, mm-hmm. who's the second person of the Trinity, uh, which is a Jesus is God, right? So Jesus comes to earth, born of a virgin. He uh, lives a perfect life, dies on the cross, and then defeats uh, hell, sin, and the grave, comes back to life on the third day, and... Um, what Scripture tells us is that our response is to place our faith in trust in Him, confess our sins and trust that Jesus is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead, that we are to repent, meaning turn away from our sin and ourself, and believe in Jesus. And this is something that all of us should not only do, but should tell other people about. So when we think about the gospel, we need to know that those are the elements of the gospel. Mm -hmm. You can go deeper in the gospel and the truth of it when you dig into scripture and all of its richness and all that is expounded there. But really, it's the gospel. Um, there's, There's somebody else who came up, you know, God, man, Christ response that we need to know the truth about those four pieces. And so um, 
it's, it's helpful to have that picture before then we see, okay, if that's truth, if that's the truth, right. why is this, this other thing that's even called prosperity gospel and called false gospel, then what makes it false, mm-hmm. okay? So, what we know about the gospel is if you noticed in that story, and mm-hmm. God, man, Christ response, is that our only productive addition is faith. Yeah. Right? Everything else is actually our need. Yeah. What we bring it to was, the table is a need for a Savior. Yeah. Not that we're... It was our sin that messed it up and required Jesus required to come. Required all of this, right? Like, He creates, <laughs> He saves, He rescues, all of that happens, and our, our task is simply to call on Him. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we need you. That's the response. And so, what prosperity gospel has a tendency to do is, which I... I, I do think for clarity, let me caveat and say, prosperity, false gospel, it is, it's almost like it should be all in one statement. Not mm. that it is, it's not good news, because it's prosperity, bad yeah. news. And right. gospel means good news, so this is not true. So it's prosperity, false, good news, right? So it's, yeah. all of that is like one statement. Because somebody hearing that probably does think it's good news, but right. it's not. This is not good because news. Because it's not true. And the reason is because what the elements of prosperity false gospel teach are are that God's desire for you is to be um, healthy in man's image, yep. right? So uh, to, to be able to have, uh, to not get sick or not stay sick for very long, to, um, to certainly uh, be able to live long life, to be able to be wealthy in man's yes. view, mm-hmm. so to to have a have a physical wealth that would uh, even even uh, exaggerated wealth, mm-hmm. like uh, some some of the preachers of this false gospel would talk about and would celebrate their own clothes and their own uh, types of cars and homes and their and jets, jets <laughs> and yeah. travels and all of those kinds of things that they wouldn't just have them; they would. Uh, exaggerate to make sure everybody else sees that. Mm-hmm. So that it becomes very man-centric. Mm-hmm. And all of this other one was very Christ-centric, right? He's the rescuer. Not 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 just for us, but right, he saves us. And so um, the prosperity false gospel is going to have this tendency to, to point towards ourselves. And, and you even hear of phrases like health and wealth. Yeah. You also hear phrases like name it and claim it. Mm-hmm. So when they talk about faith, they're not talking about a trust in Jesus for uh, whatever it is that is needed. They're talking about believing hard enough that whatever it is you believe will happen, yeah. as though we're Walt Disney Yeah, movie, believe enough right? and you're gonna, believe your dreams and, are going to come true. Yes, and... And by the way, I watch Disney movies. It's not yeah. the end of the world. What I'm saying is like that's not what we're trying to point out. Like, yeah. That's not the idea. You, you and I, and most likely every one of these listeners have at some point gotten it's gotten sick. Yeah. We've had family members who were good, godly family members, friends who have mm-hmm. who have died, had illnesses, have lost like sight and lost uh, ability to walk, like all kinds of things. And none of those would we say, oh. Like they aren't trusting Jesus enough. Yeah. I mean, in fact, what we see in Scripture is evidence of men like Paul, right? Yeah. Who Peter, like these these followers of Christ, who 
lost it all. Like they weren't wealthy, they weren't healthy, they weren't. Their lives didn't last long. They, they, they didn't were live put a to long time. Their faith. All of these things were evidence of that. And so, the the prosperity false gospel tries to make something man centric that was entirely designed to be Christ centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what makes it so dangerous because what ends up happening is people believe that what they're trying to get when they even uh, receive this gift is they are thinking they are what the best thing they're getting is the stuff. Yeah. And the best thing we get is God. Like, we get Him. Yes. Yeah. So that's what's best. And the other stuff that may or may not happen is is a side note at mm-hmm. best. Right. Uh, those those uh, earthly blessings that people are striving for, and that's not what's most important. And those sure. things fade away. Scripture right. talks about not storing up treasures on earth. We right. want to store them up in heaven yeah. where they're going to last forever. In fact, when we see blessing of earthly description on, in Scripture, uh, we it's almost always designed to display God, mm-hmm. not to display your faith. Right. Right. In addition to that, it's almost always intended to be used to display God. So you think of, I think of Psalm 67, when there's a prayer that even says, God bless us mm-hmm. so that your name would be made known, versus this prosperity gospel that's basically saying, bless us so that I'll have more stuff. Bless us so that. Uh, yeah. You can so that my faith will be known. Yeah, you're you're wanting to put the emphasis on my faith instead of on the one true yes. God, yep. and so that's what happens with the prosperity false gospel. Okay, all right. So um, now that we kind of have an idea of what it is, mm-hmm. uh, you want to talk some about kind of where it came from, and then also kind of get into some of the people out there. I mean, yeah. We, you know, sometimes on the podcast we shy away from naming names, yeah. right? But yeah. I think this is. We do want to mention some folks that people should kind of steer clear of, right? Okay. So here's what I would say. I would argue that for probably a very long time, uh, there have been, in fact, I was thinking even when we talked earlier about uh, somebody from the 20s who actually, uh, really probably the 30s is when he really came in uh, without going into his name. Uh, he, He had this bent toward okay. him, um, but it really spikes yeah. in like the 80s, yeah. okay? And you have guys... Um, kind of the rise of the televangelist. The, the, yeah, TV starts really booming, mm-hmm. and and from the Pentecostal movement, uh, or denomination, mm-hmm. so to speak, combined with televangelists, um, were oftentimes those that you would find. You mentioned this earlier, I think this is helpful, not all Pentecostals are... Prosperity, prosperity folks, not all and prosperity not all, folks are Pentecostals, yeah. but there was a connection there if you look at it historically. Yeah. Right. So in the 80s, you had guys like Jesse Duplantis and Jim Baker, and um, even in the late 80s, early 90s, you get Benny Hinn and mm-hmm. some of those kind of guys. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. You know, his, his, the college just yep. did pretty well in the NCAA yep. tournament, so his name's been out there, but yep. he was, even I read something where he was kind of considered the father of the prosperity That's right. preachers. That's right. right. Um, so, so anyway... Those guys were more mm-hmm. of the past. So this rise of, of people being able to be in front of much massive larger crowds, massive yeah. crowds, um, which is actually interesting because that's what was happening with this guy I was mentioning about in the 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, you, you get you get 
those kind of guys and this rise of that. And also, this doesn't mean that everybody that's on TV is dangerous. So what I want to do, because I want to be really careful when I name names, um, because if you haven't caught this, what we're talking about is heresy. What we're talking about is, is those that would claim things that are not of God. This isn't a different denomination. This Mm -hmm. isn't something that we would just say, oh, like they're Presbyterian. And so we believe something different about church polity or they are a non-denominational and they believe something different about denominational authority. Like that's totally different than what we're describing. And and the names that we've mentioned so far and the ones that we will in just a minute, these are people that we've actually heard them say something that went completely against what scripture teaches. Correct. So when I think of people like Creflo Dollar and Joyce Meyer, I watched the two of them. She interviewed him as they celebrated the fact, or in that their thought of the mm-hmm. fact that uh, they would one day be gods. Hmm. That's that, false. Yes. That's a com- it goes against I, I didn't, what Scripture I didn't teaches. Ha- there's that one wasn't God. like a cutout. I was actually just happy to be flipping channels. Watched that interview where sh- they were celebrating that they believed they would one day be gods. That's false, and I have a. I want to give a strong warning that we don't need to to listen to anything that they say mm-hmm. because there's parts of what they say that are that drastic. Yeah. Okay. So there's uh, again there's other things where I would say oh, maybe I don't want to listen to that person because. We yeah. disagree on some stuff, but this is like... Yeah, there are some to... preachers who I disagree on some different theological sure, points, whatever, sure, but sure. overall, they're solid. We believe in the gospel. Yes. Right? Yeah, because is... we agree on that, but yeah. this is so drastic, a way, right. and it yeah, contradicts what yeah. the gospel so, teaches. So even hearing that, right, this is important to know that that's the end game for the man-centric prosperity false hmm. gospel, is that you'll... You will be godlike, yeah. which, by the way, Back is the exactly garden. what yeah. happened in the garden. Yeah. When he says, "You will be like him," That's what, so so this is what we're talking about. That kind of drastic sort of statement. Bill Johnston at Bethel Church, um, he I've heard him talk about uh, his his understanding of this really creepy thing called grave sucking, where you can even inherit something from a the, the soul of a dead person who who was really godly, and you can gain their uh, physical or even their their attributes and qualities that were gifted, and so it makes you a better person. That's total heresy. Yeah. It's total false. Um, I, I do think about a strong warning about Joel Osteen, and I know that that's he's probably the most popular mm-hmm. of anybody, and and yet I've listened to him give an interview where he said, I do not want to preach about sin. I do not want to talk about the blood of Jesus. People people don't want to hear that, so I don't want to tell it. Well, if you you can't have the gospel if you don't talk about sin. It's it's not possible. You there there is no gospel without that. Yeah. Because that's that's meaning that you're just saying like, like that's the whole point, right? But but if you're trying to say that this is really man centric, it's really easy to leave sin out, leave, leave yeah. sin out of the conversation. So so those are some people that I would say are are speaking death. They're mm-hmm. not speaking life. Right. Um, does that mean that every sermon you hear from them or book that you read from them would have? You could probably pull one out and show me. And the reality is, I might agree with 
it, something in its that entirety, they said on this or, page, or yeah. something. It's possible, but that doesn't mean that we should s- submit ourselves to their teaching yeah. on any sort of regularity for fruitful gain. Um, I think what might be more important than even telling names is giving warning signs. Yeah. Because what I would say is is you're looking for people, preachers, teachers, authors, podcast creators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're looking for people who will acknowledge God as who He is, that there is only one and will only ever be one. Yeah. You you wanna you wanna hear people talk about depravity of man, so sin, that wickedness that we have and are. Uh, we are never, we are not achieving perfection on and of ourselves. Uh, you want people, when they talk about faith, to be talking about their need for Christ, not their want for stuff, mm-hmm. um, whether that stuff is health or wealth, either way. So when you hear, uh, like little red flags should go off when people say things about um, pray hard enough, just, just believe and you will... Your, I, I talked to a church member who had someone tell them that that if they just prayed harder, their their ankle wouldn't uh, be injured anymore. Hmm. Well, that's not true. Yeah, like that's not what that is a reflection of. We don't see that anywhere in Scripture, and so that was a was a drastic problem, right? So you're looking for that was a red flag, thankfully, to this yeah. uh, church member, and uh, it it was indicative of this teacher's yes. thought. And so um, you're looking for those kinds of triggers to, to whether or not um, they would be on the list. I would also say for things that they're missing, yeah, things that are absent from their talk. So not only that they wouldn't, not, not just that you would hear them say things about health and wealth, but that you wouldn't hear them say things about sin um, and those, those things. So um, uh, an absence of an in-depth mm-hmm. look at Scripture. Right, because if you don't talk about sin, then you don't have yeah. any need to talk about mercy and grace. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So. so absence of those sorts of things become very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I would commend, once again, as just a resource, the American Gospel. Yeah. It's on Netflix, mm-hmm. at least the last time I saw that. Um, and so I would commend that. It is um, very helpful. It, it even does... a more thorough work of identifying people, if that's something that you're curious in, of. And I would also tell you as a response, I think this was... Yeah, yeah, that's how we wanted to finish up, is how do we respond to this? And even one of the people who wrote in said, I've got a friend who is listening to somebody. How can I talk to them to tell them they don't need to listen to that anymore? Yeah, what I would say is one tip would be to say, introduce them to quality other preachers, yeah. right? So if you're looking for like, I remember somebody came to me with somebody one time and I didn't want to just bash them because they were kind of new at this. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, hey, let me introduce you to Matt Chandler. High, like, high energy mm-hmm. kind of keeps you plugged in like this other person does who was a good communicator. But uh, okay, like let's, let's find some other really great preachers and teachers that you can introduce them to. And then sometimes, just honestly, you need to do enough research to be able to say they have said this, yeah. not just, oh, I've heard that they're not great. Yeah. You need to know, and then you need to be able to say in love, hey, 
I don't know. Did you know that they said this statement about mm-hmm. being gods? Did you know that they said this statement about about uh, trusting God enough and you'll get a new pair of shoes or a new dishwasher or new right whatever it is? Did did you know that? Oh man, I didn't know that they said that. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to present information yeah. to you because that's concerning to me that you might not see that. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably how I would respond to someone who's asking or even someone who's you're concerned for um, is giving that kind of information. But you do need to do enough research to to say that, right? Um, not just blatantly write yeah. somebody off. And that's just helpful. Generally, Any, yeah. So just to, when you're listening to someone and you're spending a lot of time hearing a preacher on a regular basis, yep. then you need to know who they are and what they believe. Look at you can find a lot of stuff online about yep. statements of faith and um, and making sure that what they are preaching lines up with what Scripture teaches. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think I think those tips, man. I, I would say pray. I don't want to mm-hmm. ever forget that. Pray as a response. You pray for that that brother or sister who just doesn't know, uh, ask God to, to open their eyes to the truth and um, that that would be revealed to them. Okay. Anything else we need to discuss on this one? I think that's good. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for today then. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Christ and All podcast. If you have, please share it on social media so that other people can hear about this and uh, give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting app you currently use. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.